Hello, Bear Country. This is episode number five of the Quarantine Bears podcast, hosted by Mark Young. Our guest today is from the music department of the high school. We have Mr. Stearns joining us. Mr. Stearns, how are you doing? I'm well. How are you, Mark? I'm doing great. Um, it's been kind of a weird time right now. It went from winter, I feel like, to summer so fast we didn't have a spring. Uh, yeah, that's all right, because um, it's, spring is kind of a messy season anyway, so I'll get right to the good stuff. Exactly. Totally. You've been kind of outside, I'm sure, because of this weather. Have you seen anything kind of crazy? Uh, you know, outside, it's kind of, uh, we have a wind, uh, wonderland of animals in our backyard. And uh, we have two groundhogs living there now, Mortimer and Myrna. And uh, poor Mortimer, we keep trapping his girlfriends and releasing them. And we can't catch Mortimer, so he keeps getting new girlfriends. Um, and they're not socially distancing, I'll tell you that right now. Wow. Wearing masks, at least? We tried to get them to, but they're non-mask-wearing groundhogs. Mm. You know, I don't know the information on that or not, if groundhogs can get coronavirus, but I'm sure I'll check into that. That'd be great. Yeah. Wow, that's some crazy stuff right there. I mean, they just keep coming back, huh? Yeah, I know my wife likes them because they're cute. But then now that she, they're starting to eat her flowers and all of our vegetables that we planted. So now they're not so cute anymore. Yeah. I mean, I love that you've named them. That's great. Yeah. Good. He's from the Bronx, <laughs> I guess. I like it. That's so great. So anything else you had been doing outside? Have you been doing activities or anything? Yeah, we you know, do a lot of yard work. We have a pool, so we've been swimming um, a lot, getting sunburned. Um, I have a motorcycle, so I kind of ride that cautiously a little bit through town, but not on really hot days. And uh, waving to the neighbors from a distance, and that's about it. That's great. Great way to keep yourself busy right there, all those fun activities. Now, that's right. when you're not outside, I'm sure you're working. So how has work been? How has online teaching been? You know, it's been, for what I teach, um, not as intense. So I decided when uh, we were going to be closed for the rest of the year that my idea was, you know, music is really a, you know, communal event and, you know, you have to really be in the moment to really experience it. And um, also an elective and my students, you know, no one signed up for this, but this is especially hard um, for music. Yeah. So it's not been a, you know, it's been a situation where they have a few, very few assignments um, they're not too stressful, you know, just kind of check in. So I know they're doing something kind of keeping, you know, up with their sight singing and, uh, the theory kids are doing some, uh, compositions, piano kids are still practicing if they have a piano at home, but it hasn't been, and, you know, doing office hours and everything, but it's not been uh, daily assignments. It's been a lot of just kind of checking in because, from what I understand, and maybe you can confirm this, this has been pretty stressful for a lot of the students. Yeah, no, definitely. It's just so new to people, and it's definitely been stressful for people, for sure. Um, on Doing this music online is so interesting because, you're right, it's so different from other subjects, and it's so community-based and being with one another. That's so true. So how? what's one of the biggest challenges, you think, doing music over technology? 
Well, you know, a, a lot of teachers we get, we teach from getting feedback, you know, visual cues from our students and oral cues and everything. And we don't have that. And when you take that away, you know, we can teach and we can throw things at, at them and we can, you know, say, here's an assignment, you know, do it, turn it in. But we're really missing that human contact. And it's something where, you know, it's the, I guess it's the difference between online schooling and online learning. You know, it's been kind of coming up. So we can online school, you know, till the cows come home or the groundhogs come home. Yeah, But online learning, that's a little different. So it's tough to assess what people are really doing. I guess the big thing is just to kind of keep people engaged and kind of hope for a better future. Yeah, what have you found to be the best way to do music over technology? What have you found? Well, there's a couple of websites that I use that um, the students can kind of log in and that they're given little assignments to do. And then they have to send me the reports. Um, and then uh, they'll do something like they'll look at a video and answer a few questions about it. Um, but it's, it's not, we can't do anything live. That's the biggest thing via yeah. Zoom or Google Hangout because there's always a delay. So we've done a few recordings with uh, Select Choir. We're going to hopefully do something with the musical here in a little bit. But uh, where students send in recordings and we match them up, uh, extract the audio. It's a whole big process. And then um, they're like in little boxes. But doing anything live is just impossible. So that's that's been a, a huge challenge. Yeah, I think that's one thing people don't realize that over zoom or something there is that lag almost in the buffering time so when you do try to do music i'm sure over zoom or some other platform it's hard to line up those instruments and probably makes it so difficult that's why oh, yep. yeah that's why recording things makes a lot more sense for music now how, have your students communicated to you how how they're doing with it do they like the way you're doing it what, what kind of you been hearing from them um, I don't think they've really told me, you know, one way or the other. Um, I, I'm assuming, I'm hoping that they'd rather just, you know, be performing live. But, um, you know, they, I think I, I assign something and they do it, um, you know, for the grade and all that stuff. But no one's complained about it necessarily. But, you know, it's not what they signed up for. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's definitely not what people signed up for. A lot of the stuff is what people signed up for, but I think people are just trying to make the best out of it, which is great. Absolutely, yep. Yeah. So do you play an instrument or have been singing? What have you kind of been doing? Yeah, it's kind of funny because my wife's a music teacher too. Actually, she's doing, attempting to do a sixth grade band lesson right now via Zoom. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll get together at the piano and we'll sing and kind of play occasionally here and there. Um, just some old songs some new things, kind of sight read because we can kind of harmonize and everything. So um, we're lucky that we that's something that we, we enjoy together. That's great. What else have you been trying to do in quarantine? Anything else to keep yourself busy? Generally, the I'm kind of preparing for next year. That's kind of a big thing for me because, you know, we don't know what next year is going to look like. So um, school-wise, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of thinking about how we're going to go about this for next year. What kind of things do I need to order? You know, what happens if dot, dot, dot. Um, and then, you know, just kind of personally, it's a lot of, you know, 
I'll just exercise a couple times, just kind of hanging out outside, um, connecting with a lot of people that we usually don't have time for, and um, just kind of keeping up on the maintenance of everything, which normally we don't have time for during the school, but now it's like it's in your face. Yeah. I, I mean, that that's also a great point there because usually things that you might get around to if you had a little more time, now you do have that time to get around to those things and you can work on like you're talking about. Yeah. So you talked about preparing for next year. Obviously, no one really knows going to happen next year. It's very up in the air. What have you been trying to do specifically to prepare, even though you don't really know anything really? One of the, the big things is with this virus, of course, is they're discovering, um, you know, issues with it, you know, and how it's transmitted and everything. Well, one thing they specifically mentioned is singing a horrible way, you know, I guess a good way to transmit the virus because it extends the projectile up to like 10 feet or something like that. So uh, the CDC kind of recommends um, that, you know, big classes like PE and choir and band and everything kind of be canceled um, as we go kind of go into the next year. And so that's been a huge concern because the kids, you know, want their music and they want their PE and they, you know, there is a definite need there and how we're going to go about that. You know, are we going to sing with masks? Are we going to be rehearsing in the auditorium? Um, if we do rehearse in the auditorium, what kind of songs can we sing? How many parts can we sing? Um, you know, we always have the new eighth graders that, or the new ninth graders from eighth grade that come up and their first high school experience, what's it going to be like in school? What's their first drama going to be like? Are they going to be in a, a play or a musical? Everyone distanced and or done virtually? So there's a lot of questions as we kind of look into next year and it just... I guess no one can be totally prepared, but we're just, I guess I'm trying to look at the, the worst case scenarios in a lot of instances. Yeah, that's a, that's a great idea to just kind of, you know, prepare for that and try to take the worst case into effect because it might happen. And the idea that you're talking about there about coming up with this kind of new normal of high school that no one's really experienced before that's a great point. I haven't even thought about that myself because when you come up freshman year, there's usually some common themes, common activities that you do, and kids can find a kind of find their spot, whether it be in athletics or music, like you're talking about. And if that is then taken away, they don't really know where they fit in high school. And I think those those different parts really help them develop as people. And absolutely, yep, yeah, definitely. Wow. Yeah. Such a great, great point there. All right. So now as we finish up today, what do you think people should be doing in quarantine in terms of music? Do you think music can help them in any way or what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the one thing that I always um, say to, to students that they'll say, you know, I, I never say like, why do you like music or what kind of music do you like? Because it's very, it's a very personal thing. And when you're listening to music, I mean, obviously, almost all of us do that for whatever reason, when we're doing homework, when we're outside, when we're working out, whatever the case may be, there's always some sort of music going on. But um, performing music is is tough. So and I know a lot of people will still do it. So it's a lot of 
there's resources online, there's YouTube karaoke's, there's things that you can do to kind of keep going with your craft. And I'm hoping that the students can kind of keep up with that, um, at least to kind of get us through this. Yeah, I'm sure you're a big karaoke guy, right? You bet. Oh, yeah. Love that. Now, if you had one go-to karaoke song, what would it be? It's got to be Don't Stop Believing." That's it. Great, great choice. Great choice. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Stearns, for talking uh, today with me. And as always, this has been the Quarantine Bears podcast hosted by Mark Young. And I'm wishing everyone a marvelous week.